Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. It's another day of paradise just for you and me. And uh, hope everybody is is uh, finer and frog hair split three ways today. And uh, it says it's supposed to be a little bit rainy, so be sure and grab your raincoats and your umbrellas and your galoshes and uh, be ready to uh, to hit the day today so 70 70 chance of rain they said so i don't know when it's supposed to hit or none of that good stuff so just be ready and as the old boy scout motto was always be prepared as in troop number 232 in boone's creek many years ago but uh but i do hope everybody has a great day today and just use this day to glorify the lord and uh to serve him in a mighty way so let's go ahead and look at our our bible verse this morning we're gonna look at proverbs chapter 28 verse 22 so if you have your bibles handy be sure and look those up and uh, or your electronic devices i prefer to use your bible so that we can be more proficient and know how to turn to those scriptures easily and quickly you know i, I like uh, <clears throat> excuse me you know that i love Electronic devices. I love. I mean, the latest, newest gadgets out there. I want. You know, I'm I just. I dig that kind of thing because I'm a nerd and uh, enjoy it. But uh, I, uh, I like having a book in my hand. I've got a lot of resources and a lot of books downloaded on uh, my iPad just because it's uh, more convenient than having to carry lug around a bunch of books when studying, going out and about. And it is convenient, but I, sometimes there's still, I like to have the feel of a book in my hands. And that's what with God's Word. I like to have the, the feel of God's Word in my hands and uh, to be able to feel it, see it, turn the pages. And uh, uh, so I encourage you to uh, not neglect those Bibles. I don't have a problem with you using your phones or tablets in church. I don't bother me one way or the other, but I just, I just don't want you guys to have using those, those Bibles because it's uh, very important. It's a lot of people out there... When you add, talk about uh, the book, chapter, and verse, uh, they don't know. They have no clue what that means and, and what uh, when I say that. And uh, I don't want to see that lost. So let's be sure we continue to use those. So anyway, Proverbs 28, uh, 22 tells us, He that hastens to be rich has an evil eye and considers not the poverty shall come on him. And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So, <laughs> me dear old pappy. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I, uh, <clears throat> when we look at this Bible verse here, and of course, you know I like being silly and joke around. But anyway, when we look at this Bible verse here, uh, it's talking about <clears throat> those who wish to be rich, uh, but do it by ill-gotten gains. They don't care who they have to rob, cheat, steal, whatever it takes for them to get ahead. That's what uh, that's what this verse is talking about is those individuals that's, that's their only goal is to be rich. They don't care how they have who they have to hurt, uh, what they have to do to attain it. And uh, when this verse goes on to say, you know that poverty shall come on, and <laughs> I can't hear saying it. Consider not that poverty shall come upon him. So in other words, good morning, Barbara. So in other words, uh, you know you kind of, you try to get it in that kind of way, you're going to lose it about as quick or faster uh than uh you did when you got it so you know we have to be careful about this verb uh, when we talk about wealth in general and realize there's nothing uh 
unbiblical to be wealthy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, all right? If you're putting God first, you can be poor and be obsessed with money, all right? So realize that. I mean, you don't have to be rich and be obsessed with money. You can be poor and obsessed with money. And that's why it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money is the root of all evil, but the love of money is the root of all evil. So that's why we have to uh, uh, be aware of that. You know, if you're putting God first, do what you're supposed to do. You work hard and God blesses you. Hey, uh, nothing wrong with that. But, I um, mean, you, of course, see, when you look at this verse here, talking about how uh, getting rich uh, by doing it uh, uh, by ill means, I think about Zacchaeus to a certain extent and the fact that, uh, you know, he robbed all those people and uh, took from them in order to gain riches. But when he came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he not only did he give that back and then some, uh, all that money back, and it never condemned him for being wealthy at all, but how he attained it is what uh, was wrong. And so uh, he gave all that back. And, uh, you know, we as Christians have to be good stewards of our money. I know that I have failed in that area many times in my life and something I still struggle with. I, I feel like I've gotten better over the years. I used to, if I got a, a, a penny to my name, I, I just I wanted to blow every penny of it. And uh, I've had to learn the hard way, uh, racking up debt. Uh, you know, it's, it's sad how easy credit cards are to get. And they, they want to trap you. You don't talk about a snare of the devil. These credit cards are so easy to get. And it's so tempting to use because you think, well, I'll buy this. I'll pay it off later. And then when later comes, oh, I don't have enough to pay that. I'll just make the minimal payment. You make that minimal payment, and they say, you know, the interest accrues, and you, you end up owing twice of what you, you know, if you just waited and bought it, you know, by saving up. And uh, it's, it's easy, so easy to do. I think that's why these credit card companies are so eager to uh, uh, hand those out to uh, college students. I know when I started college, but you can get a, I mean, everybody, every time you turn around, somebody's trying to hand you a credit card. And uh, so I screwed up big time. In fact, that's something I'm wanting to do with my daughter is, is teach her how to uh, uh, manage her finances in a more efficient way uh, so she can understand why we tithe. And that's what the first thing needs to come out. And then um, for your, um, try to put something back to save a little bit and then have so much for bills. And then if you have some left over to, to spend, then so be it. If not, then, then you don't. But um, I, I want to teach her early because I don't want to see her make the same mistakes that I have made uh, in my life in regards to money. Because as Christians, we need to be good stewards of our money. All right. We need to remember, we need to represent God in every area of our life. And um, uh, whether, you know, you see a lot of, fat preachers out there who condemn every other sin but gluttony out there, you know, and we got to be, you know, there's the sin of gluttony, you know, we have to be content in all things of our lives, we, and we have to be uh, not overindulged in anything, and, um, and so we need to be careful about how we use our money, are we glorifying God, are we blowing money just to be blowing it, uh, are we buying things that we don't really need, uh, you know, we need to ask ourselves that. And like I said, this is an area in my life I have to really, really watch because uh, I, you know, I'm, uh, unlike my wife, when she goes shopping, she will go in and get what she has to do and get out. She don't like it. Even if I don't have money, I like to go just look, and I like to buy clothes, and I like to buy shoes, and I, uh, you know, uh, it is, uh, uh, it's been hard because I, I, you know, and it never fails. The very things that I like are the stuff that are so expensive I can't afford, you know. But uh, and that's why I, you know, I've got myself in trouble with stupid credit cards, and I think, well, I'll pay that later. But we have to be careful about that. There's there's a big difference between wants 
and needs. And God knows both, but he knows our needs, and he, and he will supply all those needs according to his riches and glory. And, you know, when we tithe, that's one thing I wanted to, to make sure my daughter, my son understands. When we tithe, we're showing obedience to God. Because it's like I told her, without God, we wouldn't have anything. We wouldn't have those jobs. We wouldn't have be able to pay our bills. We wouldn't have these things if God didn't bless us. So we need to be obedient. And I understand, trust me, living paycheck to paycheck, it's sometimes you think, man, I don't know if I can afford to tithe, you know. But, hey, first thing you do, I, you know, I had learned this the hard way. There was a lot of years me and Brandy thought, well, you know, I can't afford to tithe and, and uh uh, we got this to pay, got that to pay, and I'm telling you, I am telling you every single time uh, that we didn't tithe, hey, a bill would come up, it'd be that or maybe more of what we would have tithed. It's not like we're paying God off uh, for protection like a uh, like the mafia, if you will, but we're showing obedience. And even though we're showing that obedience, don't mean you still won't have unexpected bills. You know, we there's stuff that still comes up. That's what I told Brandy the other day, uh, you know, uh, Mass's car tore up. And I thought, I said, you know, I said, why is it every time I try to save a little bit, something happens? You know, so just because you tithe don't mean you're free from trouble. But the fact of the matter is you're showing obedience. You're showing that God is in control and you're trusting him when you tithe. And um, it's not a topic I like to talk about because there's a lot of preachers out there that's all they do is beg for money i'm not going to do that if you want to tithe you do it because you want to to serve the lord that's up between you and god you know i trust whether it's the church or even in our own home god's going to supply all of our needs for his riches and glory if you're doing god's work god's way you will have god's provisions and so if you give then great you know we have we have uh, ministries and things that churches have we have to have keep lots on or things we have to have that's why people uh, tithe to to help with those kind of situations as well but the main thing is showing obedience to god trusting him that he's going to supply all of your needs and so like god's word says if you give grudgingly or out of necessity then hey keep it if you if you're like man i don't want to give that hey keep it god don't want it so you know this ain't a, a message on tithing but i just feel like it because we are discussing money uh, that you know to to briefly hit on that so if you want to give fine if you don't give that's fine whatever you know I know God's going to take care of us one way or the other but um but be careful, you know, there's so many people out there, they're, they're looking for that uh, viral video, they're looking for their 15 minutes of fame, everybody wants to be rich and wealthy, in fact, they said that uh, Mike Bloomberg, of the hundreds of millions of dollars that he spent on his campaign, that he could have literally given a million dollars to every person in this country for the amount of money he spent on advertising that dropped out of the race. Wouldn't that have been nice? You know, if everybody in the country was millionaires, I wonder how that would, uh, how that would have panned out, you know, would, uh, uh, you know, would everybody blow it? Would everybody pay their bills? Would everybody be living as lavishly as they could for the money ran out? It'd be interesting to see how that would affect our economy if everybody was a millionaire. That'd be an interesting thing to see. But, uh, but anyway, nonetheless, uh, you know, I think one reason that, um, Many of us struggle uh, is, of course, bad decisions, uh, living in a fallen world, and we've made uh, we've all made our mistakes financially. But I think one thing is is God wants us to trust Him. You know, if we had all the money in the world, I, I think we'd be less likely to trust God in what we really needed and Him to supply what we need. And uh, so I think there's a certain reason why maybe sometimes we, we are not as wealthy as we'd like to be because God wants us to make sure we're dependent and trusting on him in all things. And if you're out there cheating people, I'm telling you, if you're trying to cheat people to, to gain wealth, it's going to come back to bite you one way or the other. That's one thing. When I sell a car, I hate selling cars. We, we've had to sell cars in the past, and uh, I hate it with a passion, because, mainly because I'm a pastor. That's why I hate it worse than anything. I will tell them, you know, the biggest 
I mean, every detail I can, because I don't want anybody leaving and saying, well, that's sorry, preacher didn't tell me that. Brandy's like, why would you show him a chip on the paint? I said, because I don't want nobody coming back and saying, well, you didn't tell me this, and you didn't tell me that. That preacher ripped me off. I don't want anybody to say that. So I tell them everything in the world that I know of is wrong. You know, it's easy sometimes to withhold information and be like, well, that's not that big a deal while I bring it up. I don't care. I just tell, I'll tell them because I'm a firm believer, it'll come back to bite you one way or the other. And uh, so I always, you know, when you're doing dealing and selling stuff, man, be upfront, be honest. There's, there's, you can't sleep good at night knowing you've cheated somebody. And that's what this verse is really talking about. You know, if you're cheating people and uh, robbing them to uh, to get your financial gain, uh, man, it's, 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 it's going to get you. So we need to have show honesty and integrity in all areas of our life, uh, particularly in tax season. You know, in taxes, it's so easy to to fudge a number here and there and to think, you know, and uh, that's why I don't I don't even want that temptation. Of course, then again, I don't know how to do taxes. I take it to our uh, the the um, our tax lady and <laughs> give it to her and she does it and we get what we get and I, I don't even fool with it. You know, I don't even care anymore. But um, so, but if you're doing your own taxes. You know, it'd be easy to say, you know, kind of like that uh, somebody show I had on Facebook, somebody getting arrested because they put their dogs down uh, as dependents, which, to be honest with you, I, I almost don't see why you can't. As much money as you spend on vet bills, food, and, and care, it's almost as expensive, if not more, than raising children. So it's some, to, to some degree, we should be able to. But uh, let's always show honesty. Let's be upright. Let us show Jesus Christ in all areas of our life, whether it's our finances, uh, how we react to individuals, uh, whatever it is that we do, that we're always being a good steward of our money. We're showing uprightness, integrity. We're showing the love of Christ, that we're showing Jesus. If you've made that heart change, and if you've given your life to Jesus Christ, realize and understand that he's going to take care of you. It's, it can get scary. I, hey, man, uh, you know, we get bills coming in all the time because I've got a lot of health issues. Brandy has health issues. It can get overwhelming, you know, and it's like, what are we going to do? And there's a lot of times I've just gotten really mad and angry and it never fails. You know, my dad and my wife both said, hey, just don't worry about it. God's going to take care of this. And every time he does. Uh, but, you know, that flesh side, remember, the flesh wars against the spirit. And uh, <clears throat> even though uh, I know better, sometimes that anxiety takes over. But we just have to trust in the Lord, realize he's control. He's going to take care of us. And, uh, you know, who cares about being rich? You know, I mean, yeah, I ain't going to lie. I'll fantasize sometimes. Like, man, wouldn't it be nice to, to be able to travel to Milan or, you know, and, and or go see the Eiffel Tower or go to Scotland. I'd love to go to Scotland and New Zealand, some place, you know, to travel here or there and have any car I wanted. And, you know, it's fun to imagine that. I mean, there's no sin in that. But if that's all you're focused on, then you've got problems, man. You've got to put Jesus Christ first. That's where all your focus needs to be because all this is going to burn up and go away. What we have to focus on is not on the temporal, all these things that's going to go away. We have to focus on the eternal. We have to focus on Jesus Christ. That's where our attentions, our thoughts, that's where it needs to be is, is Jesus Christ and how we can better serve him. Because remember, that's why we're here. You know, that's why they're talking about Sunday morning. Why are we here? Why did God create us? Is, is um, that as the Colossians 1.16, we were created for him, by him. And uh, or by him for him, I may have got that backwards there, but uh, we're created for his glory to serve him, and uh, we are here to love the Lord God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being, and our neighbor as ourselves. And so that's where our focus needs to be on not on money matters. That, uh, that when you die, what do you want? When you die, what do you want?
you going to want? You going to want your money there with you? No, you're going to want your family, your friends. That's who you want there when you die. You care less about the material. You want what's important there. And so what's important is Jesus Christ. And that's where we need to focus. Don't worry about your 15 minutes of fame. Don't worry about the viral videos. Don't worry about getting recognition. What we need to do, we need to have a servant's heart, be ready to serve those around us, esteem others better than ourselves, and to show Jesus Christ in all areas. And if you can work on that and focus on that, we can be great, mighty men and women of God. And that should be our goal. Not money, but our goal is to be closer to Jesus, growing to full spiritual maturity. That's what we need to be. Let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity to serve you in a mighty way. Help each and every one of us, Lord, to not get caught up in the uh, temporal affairs of this world. Let us focus on what matters and what's important, and that is on you, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to serve you each and every day. Guide us, lead us, and Lord, to give us wisdom and discernment in the direction you'd have us to go. Let us be led to the people that we need to talk to and uh, be able to win souls for you. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our teachers, bus drivers, uh, children, and uh, just keep everybody safe so going to school and work. Let them get them back there and back safely without any problems or complications. Be with all those who are battling, whether it's the coronavirus, the flu, stomach issues, whatever, Lord, just bring healing upon them, those who have been diagnosed with cancer, that you would give them peace and healing and guide the doctors to bring them to full and complete health. Be with our first responders. Be with our police officers. Give them uh, safety and let them know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with our president. Give him protection about him and his family. Lord, let him seek you. Give him the proper wisdom and discernment as he leads this country. And Lord, just pray that you touch the hearts and minds of this country like never before. Let him come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to get up in the mornings and, and discuss God's Word. Uh, just a friendly reminder, if you want to share these devotions, your friends or family can add me at Dr. Se talk to the, at Dr. Young 77 And if you have friends or family that says, well, I don't do social media anymore, well, that's fine. You can go to YouTube and subscribe, uh, Dr. Matthias Young, and you can subscribe there and watch all these devotions uh, just as you're watching them on here. And or... You can go to Apple iTunes, the Document Chronicles podcast, and you can listen to the sermons. You can listen to the devotions. There's no video. It's audio only, but you can listen as you're working or going about your day, and uh, hope you will tune in and subscribe. Thank you, Barbara. So I hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.